Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. On mornings with McIver in for Smithy, the ICC Women's Cricket World Cup begins tomorrow with the White Ferns playing the Windies at Bay Oval. A Sadat 2, it's an absolute... Cr- and and Sadat 2, absolute cracker between six-time champs Australia and defending champs England at Seddon Park. Uh, Australia's two warm-up matches produced a strong win against the Windies. And then after setting New Zealand 3.22 for the win, uh, they watched that one get run down. But one of their key players uh, joins us now, and this is what she can do. And there she goes again and hammers that down the ground once more. Back-to-back boundaries for Haynes. Again, gives herself room and clobbers it through extra cover. She's on a roll here. That's the 50 partnership up. Australian Vice-Captain Rachel Haynes joins the show now. Uh, Morning to you, Rachel. Good morning. How are you feeling? Yeah, good. It's been um, a bit of an interesting build-up to the tournament. Obviously, coming across from Australia, uh, we had to to quarantine. and um, So, yeah, that, that was sort of unique in itself. But... Yeah, we've had a couple of practice games now and, and well into training and those sorts of things, and we're looking forward to starting our tournament on Saturday. Did you see that performance from Sophie Devine the other day coming? Uh, yeah, she's definitely got a, a performance <laughs> like that in her, that's for sure. I've been on the end of it a couple of times, probably more so in the, the Women's Big Bash League over in Australia. But, um, yeah, look, she's a phenomenal player and, and obviously just um, her, her brute strength and ability to, to bully attacks. Um, yeah, we're obviously not the only side that's experienced that in the past. So, look, New Zealand look like they're playing some really good cricket um, at, at a good time and they're going to be a, a dangerous team throughout the tournament. Uh, tournaments are all about building, right? So how does Australia approach this tournament? Is it going to be game by game or are you that confident in your ability that you'll be targeting things to really set things going? Yeah, you're right. Momentum's a key part of tournament play and it's probably what makes it unique from uh, a normal series where you, you sort of, you know, obviously play three matches and walk away with a, a win if you win two of those games. Whereas in tournament play, if if you drop a game, you're under pressure pretty much straight away and, and then obviously you need to win at the right time as well heading into um, semis and, and final matches too. So it's a, a bit of a, a different approach and um, yeah, we certainly will be looking to to be playing good cricket at the right time. But by the same token, there's going to be some tough games in there and, and none more so than our first one against England, who are defending champ- champions on Saturday. So, yeah, I think um, yeah, we've seen even throughout the warm-up matches that uh, teams are, are you know taking games off each other. No one's really, I guess, out and out dominated. Um, leading into the tournament, so it's it's going to be an interesting an interesting World Cup. We we talk about. Uh, I wonder, do you look at warm up matches as a bit like a preseason? Read nothing into them, or because it's a tournament and it's about to happen, you have to take a good look at what's going on. No, I think there definitely is that element to it. I know from our perspective, we were really keen to make sure that. Um, we got some good game time into players right across our squad because we have come off the back of quarantine um, 
and yeah, I guess a, a bit of a different build up. So we definitely made sure that um, you know we, we we tried to give as as many different players opportunity to to get into a bit of a groove. And you know, from our perspective, we were really pleased that uh, all our batters got a decent hit. Um, and you know, even the other day, I think we used almost eight eight or nine bowlers, maybe. So um, yeah, people playing perhaps different roles than what they would in the game. Um, but by the same token, it's really nice that we're seeing players under pressure too because we know in these big tournaments there's going to be those moments that we'll need different individuals to stand up and you know that's really hard to contrive in a training environment. Philosophically how do Australia approach this tournament do you continually play your guns or do you use a lot of rotation? Yeah I think look I wouldn't be surprised particularly with our our fast bowling group if if there is a little bit of rotation It, it is a long tournament but um, there's lots of, I guess, travel and, and back-to-back games as well. So once you get into a period where, um, you know, you're sort of playing travel, play, that those sorts of things, it can become a little bit gruelling. So I wouldn't be surprised if, um, yeah, we, we used a mix of our squad. Having said that, I'm not on the selection plan, panel and, and obviously uh, it'll probably come down to, um, you know, where we're placed throughout the tournament as well. But I think if, if everything goes to plan and, and um we're winning, winning games and, and winning well. I wouldn't be surprised if um, that opportunity was taken. I'm sure coaching staffs have a plan when they look, OK, we've got a World Cup tournament, but we don't know what the draw is going to be like. How much do you know of change when you saw, oh, heck, we've got the defending champions first up. We're going to have to readjust the whole thing. Oh, look, I think it doesn't matter who you, you're playing in the first game. You want to start well. Um you know, I'd imagine every every team would would want to get that first win on the the board, particularly in a, a big tournament. So, we've just come off our Ashes series against England. So, um, you know, they're probably feeling like they can't get away from us at the moment. Um, so, you know, we're we're playing them. This will be our fourth ODI in a row against the the same um, opposition. So, we obviously know each other really well. Um, but yeah, there, there's no doubt that, particularly in tournament play, there's no easy games. And I think the minute you go into a game or a match feeling like you should win that game, it, it starts to get a, a little bit dangerous. So without sounding too cliche, you, you literally have to take it one game at a, t- at a mm. time. And, um, yeah, we know that England are a, a dangerous opposition. They're defending champs in, in World Cup 50-over cricket. Um, and we know that they play really well in tournament play as well. So, um, yeah, we've very much got our, our eyes lowered to Saturday and, and hopefully getting off to a good start. Rachel, I love the Australian sporting team attitude. It's, it's, a, it's a never say die, but it's also uh, a lot of people here call it arrogance. I, I call it confidence. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I love it because I think it's a really important part of, of sport. Does your team that you are part of take that confident attitude into every game or, or are there sometimes doubts? Uh, yeah, I think definitely over the last couple of years, we, we've we've tried to play a brand of cricket that is um, aggressive and always looking to take the game forward. So hopefully people have, have been able to see that style of play and it's resonated with um, yeah different people around the world. Um, but yeah, there, there's no doubt. It's like any team. I think it, you'd probably be lying if you said that you didn't feel pressure at different times or um, you know, in those big moments where you need to work through um, that there, there weren't doubts. But I think one thing that our group has shown is an ability to navigate through those big moments and where we are under pressure, have a calmness about how we approach that. Um, so, yeah, I think, uh, you know, there's going to be plenty of those throughout the tournament and not just for our team, I think for, for all teams and, and those who are able to best 
I guess, maintain composure under pressure and navigate their way through um, will definitely have a, a successful tournament. Knowing your teammates, do you thrive under pressure? I mean, you're the number one team, you're, you know, you're the firm favourites everywhere. Do you thrive under that? Yeah, I, I think so. I think we've shown as well that we're not just relying on one or two players to stand up in those big moments. We've seen lots of different players stand up over the last couple of years um, in those big moments. I think in the past when people have thought about our team, they, they think about players like Meg Lanning and Elise Perry who um, have been exceptional, particularly in this format over a long period of time. But we've seen more recently someone like Talia McGrath who has, has found her way um, – into the team over the last 12 months, really stand up um, under pressure in, in big moments. And, you know, to finish player of the series um, twice against once against India and once against England during the Ashes um, really recently, I, I think just is just shows um, that players coming into our team are ready for those big moments and, and want to, um, you know, be have the ball in their hand or, or be batting um, when the team needs them, needs them to be out there. Rachel, outside of yourselves in England, who else are you sort of just watching carefully? Oh, as I said earlier, I think New Zealand are a huge threat in this tournament, being the home team. Um, they've had a lot of continuity heading into the series as well, um, in terms of being able to play and have the comforts of home and those sorts of things. Um, South Africa, too, are, are going to be extremely dangerous. They've got a fantastic seam attack and some very dangerous batters as well who can who can really um, get the, the score moving quite quickly. And I think we've seen as well, um, you know, India probably didn't quite perform as, as well as they would have liked um, in their recent series against New Zealand. But again, they're a, a very dangerous team and have got a, a lot of depth um, as well as some, some really good youth um, to complement that within their side. So, yeah, there's going to be – I don't think I can comfortably um, yeah, sit here and say that one team is, is going to dominate. I, I think it's going to be a, a really tightly um, fought World Cup. I spoke to Shakira Selman last night, the West Indian bowler, and I asked her of the pitches you'd played on, what do you think of them? She laughed. She said her, her quote was, great batting pitches. What do you make of them? The ones you've yeah, seen so far. Yeah, yeah, she's pretty spot on. We've had some very flat wickets uh, in the practice games. And to be honest, a, a little bit different to, to what the wickets that we played on uh, maybe 12 months ago over here. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, yeah, obviously, we're, we're dispersing from Christchurch now and, and playing right around the country, our first games in, in Hamilton. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see um, if the wickets are going to continue to be um, produced like that. I think if they are, we'll see plenty of runs and, and some teams will have to put some pretty pretty big scores out there um, to be able to, to defend and those sorts of things. So, yeah, so far um, they're not really bowler-friendly, but I think the, the batters might be licking their lips. I know you've got another interview lined up. I just have to ask you one more question. How's baby Hugo? Yeah, he's going really well. Um, he didn't make the, the trip over here. Um, my partner, Leah, and, and him are back home in Sydney. Um it sounds like that I might be in a, a very good place at the moment because he started teething. So um, I'm not <laughs> sure how much sleep is happening in, in my household at the moment. But, um, yeah, they're, they're both going well. And, um, yeah, I'm missing them, but, but looking forward to seeing them after the tournament. Oh, well, make sure you get plenty of face time. Rachel, thanks so much for joining us this morning and the best of luck. Thanks very much. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Maccas, together and loving it. 
Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.